What's going on, everyone? Thanks for checking out another episode of Fan World. I'm your host, Lucid Dreams, and on today's show, I'm bringing you a great conversation I had with Shrub. And Fan World will be premiering a brand new segment. So, joining the show, we have former Minnesota Grey Ducks tight end and current Orange County Otters linebacker Shrub, too. Hope you enjoy. All right, I'm being joined here by Shrub. How's it going, Shrub? Uh, it's going good. I got no complaints on my end. Nice. So, how did you discover simulation leagues? Um, so like a lot of people, uh, I found out through a Reddit post. Um, yeah, it, I saw it on, uh, the NFL subreddit and it kind of piqued my interest They're Like, uh, casual people can still do good. And I was like, Oh, that sounds great. Let's see what's up with that. That's funny. At some point I'm going to run into somebody that did not find this through a Reddit post. <laughs> They're out there somewhere. Everybody I've talked to so far. So was Bender your first player? Yeah, yeah, Bender was uh, my first creation. Um, haven't played in any sim leagues before that, so it was uh, it was good to to get him going and see what's up with it. What influenced you to pick Bender as your render? I just happened to be watching Futurama at the time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I I figured it was a good player to choose to be able to trash talk other people but have it in character not really be me yeah it's definitely a, a funny render seeing your uh your new oko signature is is great too. <laughs> always have to get throw the shade at negs it's always fun <laughs> you know I, I didn't realize when i first created him that uh that there were other benders in the league but by the time i found that out it was it was too late i was already full bender mode I know I'm just new here, but you're the only one that I've seen so far active in any of the forum threads or anything like that. So, Yeah, the other Bender retired actually the season before I joined. And so everyone was like, oh, Bender's back. <laughs> I was like, okay. Uh, thinking you were the same guy? Yeah, yeah, and that's why I had to make a, a lot of my renders are the golden Bender to kind of differentiate that. Right on. At least you went ahead and did something different. Yeah, exactly. So speaking of Orange County, you were drafted in the second round this year. Uh, what are your thoughts about going to Oco? You know, I, I really didn't expect to go to Orange County at all. Uh, the whole uh, scouting process, I figured I was going to Berlin. I had a great conversation with their scouts, and we, we messaged back and forth a lot. Uh, it really wasn't until late in the process that uh, – uh, one of the scouts for Orange County hit me up and they're like, Hey, are you willing to position switch? And I was like, yeah, I'm not tied down to tight end. And uh, at that point I kind of figured that I was going to Orange County. That's awesome. But um, I'm really happy to be there, um, especially with uh, my boy, Greg, you know, it's, it's always great to have someone that, you know, on the same team it makes things a lot more fun. Oh, yeah, being somebody that uh, – did you guys come in the same draft class as well? Yeah, we're in the same draft class. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we really didn't talk a lot until we wrote an article together, uh, me, Greg, and Painted. 
And after that, we created a private chat to do that. And we just kept it going. And it became a thing after that. Yeah, I know you three seem to be pretty close in, you know, the London thread. So, or the Minnesota thread, I mean, but. Yeah, um, apparently we're known around the league as the Ducks Trio, or some people call us the Grag Trio, but, you know, I like to reference us as the Shrub Trio, get that cult going, keep it going. <laughs> I can't imagine why you would want to name it from <laughs> Grag to Shrub. Oh, oh that's funny. Um, so Orange County decided to call you up this season. Were you excited for that, or were you hoping to stay down another year in the DSFL? Uh, you know, it, it, it was a mixed uh, mixed reaction there. I was really excited about being back with Minnesota, trying to help them win a Ultimini. Um, but really the point of everything is to get to the ISFL and compete there. So I couldn't argue with being called up. Uh, so I, I was happy to do it and uh, get some playing time while I'm at it. You know, it, it's, it's been fun so far. So you seem to focus a lot of your time on, or at least what I've seen, a lot of your time on writing media for the league. Is that your main source of income? Uh, that's definitely my main source of income. Um, I try to write articles that interest me, uh, that aren't just about the league. So it's my first article that I wrote was comparing the DSFL players to Pokemon. And that was just because... I had nostalgia for Pokemon, and I thought that would be a great way to spit out a bunch of words and uh, write something interesting about the league. Did you uh, start doing that? Is it something that you enjoy doing, writing? Is that why you started doing the media, or was it just because you found a way to make some extra cash? Um, I started out uh, just for the cash, and uh, you know that is a big motivator. I'm not sure if I would be writing you know five thousand words if uh there wasn't some sort of incentive <laughs> but uh i do actually enjoy doing it and in doing it it makes you enjoy the league more because if, if you write good articles you do the research and you're having fun doing it so it's well worth, worth the time so in your post draft review you were pretty critical of some uh some picks that maybe you seem to be acquainted with. <laughs> um, but there was one, a very specific tight end that was taken by Orange County that uh, didn't quite get that same harsh criticism. Was that review a mix of your feelings or was that just a little bit of way to take shot at some friends while also earning some cash? Well, obviously the 17th pick of the draft, Ben Rodriguez, that was a steal right there. <laughs> Many of the experts say they predict him going number one overall but you know i digress um that article was purely fun it it doesn't reflect how i think about the players at all um everyone was writing their articles uh their draft reviews based on their reactions and position need and all this other stuff and so i wanted to do something different to mix it up so i i did my draft grades purely on the contracts and how entertaining they were to me <laughs> like seriously if if i was actually grading it correctly uh 
according to contracts my grade probably would have been lower because i just signed the standard pick but you know i can't give myself a bad grade no absolutely not <laughs> so in that same draft review you made the announcement that you were switching positions i know you talked about a little bit earlier about how you were more than willing to do it but after the first few games how are you feeling about the new position um it it's it's a lot of fun um it it Switching from offense to defense really gives you a different perspective on watching the game. You know, when you're on offense, you want to see your player out there as much as possible and getting as many stats as possible. Uh, On defense, if you get a three and out, your player may not have gained a lot of stats, but they're contributing to the team. And so it's, it, it really just changes the way you look at the game and uh, it, it makes it a lot of fun. Uh, I've I've enjoyed it so far. You know, creating a completely different build. It's like I'm starting over again, and that's fun. So, were you able to take advantage of the new rule change that went into effect with the TPE and the position switch? Uh, I don't think that affected uh, linebackers. I I uh, chose mine as a uh, pass rusher. Um mainly because they're the fastest linebackers and, you know, it's always great to be fast. So what are your goals for the rookie season? Uh, so basically I, I just want to contribute to the team. If I can get 10 sacks, I'll be happy. Uh, you know, I'm on my way there. I got two already. Uh, so I need to step it up a little bit to get that. But basically uh, I'm getting playing time now, so – uh, as long as the team is on the right track and winning, I'm having fun. Now, Orange County's had a, I mean, a pretty decent start to the season, I'd say. Um, how do you guys, or what do you guys think you need to do to get there and uh, take it all this year? Uh, I think we just got to keep, you know, everyone's just got to keep updating, uh, stay up on it. The, the Sim's going to Sim. We have one of the higher tpe teams in the league uh but it doesn't always reflect on the field um so you know i'm I'm hopeful that we'll make the playoffs this year not sure if we're gonna win it all who knows we may catch a lucky streak and do it like uh new orleans did last year no i mean maybe i'm a little biased because i have uh the orange county quarterback on my fantasy team but you know, I, I do got to say, I'm, I am hoping for a very productive offensive season this year. So He's been uh, killing it this year. Um, our, do- our offense is definitely passing-oriented. But, you know, if we don't make it this year, as long as we keep making great draft picks like we did last season, I think we're going to be just fine. So what's next for you? You made it through the DSFL. Now you're in your first ISFL season. What's next for Shrub? So I'm I'm just trying to still get more involved in the league. I actually recently started sim testing. Um, I don't have an ISFL job, but uh, I I don't want the uh, complete commitment that that entails. You know, I like being flexible, even though I'm pretty active. Um, but I'm hoping that through sim testing, this will lead to some more room experience, and who knows from there. So are you sim testing for like Minnesota or are you sim testing for Orange County? So I do some sim testing for Minnesota. 
Um, I started there actually, uh, but with all the uh, the playing time regulations and having two quarterbacks, I just found it to be kind of a lot to handle. And so recently, I started sim testing for Orange County because it's it's more straightforward. You just plug in the strats and see how it goes. You don't got to manage who's playing when and where. And so, yeah, actually this week I started sim testing for Orange County, and it's been fun. So is that something the team asked you to do, or is that something that you kind of just started doing on your own and was like, hey, this is you know something I can do? Yeah, I pretty much uh, volunteered to do it um, just to try and get more involved. Um, yeah, recently, I, I got the game to see what's going on, see how I can make my player better. And through that, I kind of realized, like, hey, I can actually help the team. Um, and so I was just like, what can I do? And they're like, sim test and see what's good. And I was like, all right, I can do that. So April Fool's Day, you were no longer the only shrub around. When you logged in to see that there were multiple people had taken your name and profile pic, what was your first oh, thought? Oh, man, that, that was nuts, dude. I So that day I was like, I was on the chat kind of early on. Everything was normal. And then I had to go away for some work and I logged back in and I was reading the quack chat and I was like, I didn't say that. I saw something that said shrub. And I was like, I, I don't remember saying that. <laughs> I was so confused. And I was like, wait, that's shrub three. There's a shrub one, shrub four. What is going on here? <laughs> and then I realized that the shrub cult had formed. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, I have no idea who any of those other shrubs were. Though. I mean, their identities were very well protected. It was a very confusing yet awesome day. And and somehow the shrub cult has migrated to Orange County. There's a bunch <laughs> of shrubs there now, and I don't even understand it myself. I think the funniest part about that day was the counting bot. Oh, yeah going into the counting bot and trying to pay attention to when you were okay to go with everybody having the same profile pick and basically the same name. I'm surprised that we didn't kill the, the numbers. Yeah, that, that, that definitely took some skill to not kill the bot that day. That looking at that and seeing the wall of shrubs counting, it, that's definitely probably one of the highlights of my time in the ISFL so far. I think if I'm not mistaken, somebody actually did kill the bot that day, but it was after everybody had gone back to their normal pictures. And names. It was. I do remember that because I was like, if one of the shrubs do it, I'm going to be really mad. I don't think it was a shrub <laughs> that killed it. Thank God. No, like I said, I think it was after everything was over. <laughs> so do you have any advice for players in the DSFL? Uh, yeah. I My advice would be, uh, biggest advice is, not to worry about stats. Um, I know, you, especially to true rookies, you you get in and this is your first experience and you want to see your player do well. Um, but the DSFL isn't about that. It's about having fun and getting in the community. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm not just saying that. I, I was a backup. My player was a backup the whole season. Uh, like I got less than as a tight end, I got less than a hundred receiving yards all season. 
but that didn't discourage me. Um, the community made it fun and it, it actually inspired me to get into the league more so that I could make my player better to try and get more playing time. So I know you've been drafted, but you still seem to be very active in Minnesota's locker room. So even though you have ties to Minnesota, your honest opinion, who's going to win the ultimate? No, I mean, this is like a trap question. I can't pick anyone else but Minnesota. It's definitely a trap question. (laughs) Eventually somebody's going to answer honestly. (laughs) Eventually they will. But it it's uh, you know I got I got a if I'm placing a bet I'm I'm putting it on many, uh, you know they got the long odds but that's a bigger payout there, uh, and they've been uh, getting TPE uh, up there with anyone else in the league so you never know things change fast in the DSFL. Uh, we last season we started out zero and four, and had a playoff run, lost in the last two games. So this team's one in three. Uh, if we started out that way last season, we would have been in the playoffs. So anything can happen. So I don't know if you had any questions for me, but if you did, this is where I would like to turn the table over to you. All right. Um, yeah, I got it. I, I got a couple of things. Um, we just had, what was that? The week four sim for the DSFL. Yes, that's uh, correct. Week four. London was undefeated coming up into this game. How is uh how are how's everything reacting there to that first loss? Uh you know, everybody's still pretty positive. Uh the locker room was obviously, you know, a little upset to lose, but everybody's thoughts are, you know, there was going undefeated was unrealistic. Um sure. Nothing's really changed for us. You know, three and one is still puts us in first place. Um, we're just going to keep plugging along. And next week is our, you know, the next games are a whole new, uh, whole new challenge. So we'll take it from there. I know for me personally, it was a little, little rough watching Dallas run straight down the defensive line's throat. But uh, being part of that defensive line, it's never, never nice to see it your player or your whole kind of unit right there get dominated like that. But like I keep hearing since I've been here, the Sim's going to Sim. So all we got to do is move on and uh, keep update and make sure that doesn't happen again. Yep. Yeah. You definitely never know what's going to happen. You know, uh, I, I wish that London wasn't in the same conference as the great Ucks because I do like London uh, they're actually uh, the only team that invited me to their locker room when I was getting drafted or scouted for the DSFL. Um, I mean, mainly my, my own fault because I ghosted every other scout, but they, they got a special place in my heart for that. That's what I was going to say. Is that something just because of your draft class being a little bit larger or was that just you not being very active? In uh, the beginning? That, that was definitely my fault. Uh, when I first came in, I thought that, I would just be a TP earner. I was like, I didn't need the community. Uh, I don't. Yeah. And so I focused all, all my energy on just earning TPE and my phone was blowing up because of discord. So I just muted the whole thing and Inzer and muted all the scouts. So um, yeah, that was a pretty dumb move, but uh, you know, it worked out for me. And yeah, I mean, you're, 
you're in the ISFL now and obviously things went well. You seem to be very liked in the Minnesota locker room and I can only imagine you're probably fairly popular in the Orange County locker room as well. Yeah. Well, you you would think with the shrub cult, never know. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that you're uh, fairly new to the league. Um, you've been around a while because you, you're, you played a little bit last season. Um, but do you have any plans to be more involved in the league, such as jobs or war room or anything like that? Uh, actually, I didn't. I wasn't around at all for the oh, last you weren't. season. Oh, I guess uh, you were. No, I came in. I came in after the season concluded. Um, the championship games were already over. Um, I popped into Discord after stumbling upon it and was kind of like, hey, is this thing still active and are people still here? And everybody in the DSFL locker room was like, yeah, everybody kind of hopped on me. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to go back to form and create. But um, I created uh, probably two weeks, maybe before the draft, three weeks before the draft. Um, About the time that you guys seen me in the Minnesota locker room from being scouted, um, painted was, second or third to scout me mm-hmm. so i'd only been in the league like a day or two when i joined the minnesota locker room okay yeah i must be misremembering that because you're just so you're active as soon as you came in i guess i, I just remember you being I, more involved huh? yeah i came in and um was just kind of a little talkative in the chat at first i wasn't sure what to expect and then um after the prospect poll once i seen everything go i was like yep this is for me <laughs> so that's kind of when i just like i tell everybody i dove straight in yep. at that point and was like all right where do i fit in here and i started you know just hanging out in the locker rooms to see who i liked chatting with where i liked hanging out um and that's how i ended up you know hanging out in the minnesota locker room had a lot of fun playing around with you know you painted and uh, greg and the counting bot <laughs> and all that so <laughs> racing with you to the first place of the counting bot was also a, a fun task. Yeah, yeah, that was good. I was, I was a little bit hurt to see that go, but you know, <laughs> I had to take advantage <laughs> whenever uh, we had a new guy in the, in the bot that was ready to go. I was like, all right, this is my only chance to catch shrub <laughs> right now. It's hard to pass you when you're the only other person in there that'll do a train. So <laughs> Those trains are where it's at. Definitely. So, I know I've said it before, but whoever I go to in the ISFLs, it's got to have yeah. a counting bot. That's just a necessity at this point. But going back to your original question that you had asked, um, I'm definitely looking forward to getting more mm-hmm. involved. Um, I'm not sure exactly where I can help at yet, um, but I've been trying to make it uh, make it pretty known that I'm looking to be involved in anywhere that I can and help in any way that I can. Um, I'm not, you know, I don't have the ability to run sim tests or anything like that, but um, as far as scouting people or anywhere else where help can be needed, that's, I don't know. Like I said, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what all there is out there. I don't even know what all the league jobs are yet. I'm not sure what uh, positions teams use to help throughout the season. So um like I said, I'm just kind of looking forward to getting in anywhere where they need me, Definitely. basically. Yeah, 
As far as uh, the league jobs go, you know, I, I mean, this is just my personal take. I wouldn't rush into getting a job just to get a job. Um, I would, I would wait for one to come around that you like. Um, you know, if, if you like reading the media, then I'd wait for the media team to come up, even though it seems like those are far and few between. That's what I'm waiting on personally, but who knows if that will come up. Um, I, I wouldn't just take a job just for the, the cash. I think there's easier ways of earning money than, than a job such as writing articles. It's, it's too easy. Or, or hosting podcasts. podcasts, you know, you get to talk to people and make money and it's great. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's been fun. And, uh, I guess I said it in the first episode, but I had started this podcast channel initially to, uh, talk about the FCF and it was kind of just me blabbing by myself. So getting here and going, you know, I think I want to do interviews. It's nice to have people on and get to hear different perspectives and just meet the different personalities around the league. Sure. Yeah, no. And you know, it's, it's great as a listener, um, especially me, I'm not super active all across all the discords and everything. So I don't really know what's going on in other channels, other locker rooms and whatnot. Um, so it, it, it provides great insight into the happenings of the league. And so I'm just happy to be on here too. You know, that's been one of my goals. I actually reached out today to players of locker rooms that I don't have connections to because um, after the draft, I left every locker room but three, and I don't chat in the Dallas locker room at all. I'm strictly there for the counting bot. Um, Minnesota, you know, I like I said, I enjoy hanging out with you guys, but I try to stay in the counting bot because personally I'm not a duck, so nothing in the quack chat really concerns me. Oh, feel um, free to come in the quack chat, you know. You're an honorary duck, so we'd love to have you in there. Make fun of nags whenever you like want. Like I said, uh, uh, it's Greg now. Greg, Greg is the full target after the comments Definitely. today. It's the full, full comment or full target. Yeah, on Greg no now. issue with that. Um, so, uh, but I actually reached out because my goal with the podcast, even though I'm a member of you know the Royals, my goal with the podcast is to have a very even representation. I want to have members from all the different locker rooms come on, so you get a perspective from everybody. Um, you get to see what's you know, how different teams are thinking or how different players are feeling about things going on. And I think that's important, um, especially just for people that are actually listening. Um, you know, if it was just one-sided and it was always about the Royals or if it was always about the Ducks, you know, at some point people are going to stop tuning in because they're going, okay, I don't really want to hear a podcast sure. about, you know, just the Royals yeah. or just the Ducks. But you bring different perspectives and it's, you know, it's nice to see how I guess the whole league thinks. Definitely. You got a good thing going, keep it up. Um, so my final question is uh, how's it going to feel when I finally get my number one spot back in the counting bot? Oh, uh, you know, that's something that you're not going to okay. be able to achieve, but we will, uh, we will keep this, this drive going. I mean, you and I can push that thing to six, 7,000 if you want to, but it's going to be me and you at 
me at one and okay. you at two at that point. But I mean, I'm I plan on keeping my lead. Like I told the only way it's going to happen is if Painted actually does like he's been joking and decides to <laughs> ban me. Yeah, no, me, me and Painted will get on a train. It, it'll be cool, and <laughs> and it'll make the victory all the sweeter. <laughs> See the the thing about that is though is the only notifications that I have turned on for Discord are the three counting bots. So whenever anybody counts, it dings oh, straight to my phone. So I'm like, I'm like, oh cool, somebody's ready <laughs> to count. Like let's let's see what's going on here. That's that's how I respond so quick because I'm like, yeah, these are the counting bots. My favorite thing right now. So that's some dedication right there. I'm gonna start getting up in the middle of the night yeah, and just start I- counting. That's my stuff. See, we're on the same time time zone. So if you get up in the middle of the night, that's, that's almost <laughs> like cheating. So, do you consider yourself a gamer? Um, yeah, I I mean, I do. I used to game a lot more than I do now. Um, I've kind of it it kind of started before the league, and then I started getting back into gaming, and then the league popped up, and I I get that same uh, experience and positive energy that I would get from video games through the league. So I've, I've dedicated more time to the league than to video games now. Plus it's like, it's productive. I'm writing, I'm doing Photoshop. I wouldn't have done Photoshop had I not gotten into the league. So, you know, it, it, it gives me those same good feelings. Yeah, I know. I definitely enjoy reading your articles. I looked back and I've seen a few when you posted while I was in the locker room. And then I looked back and read a few for this interview mm-hmm. for our interview to kind of just see what you'd been up to. And I enjoy reading your media. So looking forward to see what you write. I'm sure you're doing your point task. I haven't looked through there to see if you've posted one yet, but looking forward to seeing uh, your article about the Grey Dogs <laughs> mascot. Uh, so I actually posted a graphic for that one for the, uh, for the otters, um, which was pretty cool. They they ended up using it as a uh, emoji in the locker room. So I was pretty happy about that. <laughs> That's awesome. That's even better. That's cool. I'll have to go take a look at that graphic then. So I know you said you're not really a gamer anymore. Um, well, what do you consider to be oh, your favorite worry, game of I've all played time? plenty of games in my time. <laughs> so uh, I would probably have to... There's there's a, a handful of them, but to pick one would probably be Super Smash Brothers. Not any particular one, just the whole right. genre, whole game. I, I, I like getting a big group together and playing and the antics that ensue. Uh, it's just a lot of fun. Plus, it's great choosing Jigglypuff and beating people with Jigglypuff, and they get so mad, it is the best feeling in the world. <laughs> Jigglypuff is uh, almost <laughs> unfair sometimes, though. I mean, not not speaking as somebody who's ever been mad at Jigglypuff being used <laughs> against me. Definitely I mean, not. you just put them to sleep and then pound them off the stage. It's like, mm, nothing you can do about it. <laughs> Perfect. No, it's almost unfair. Right on, Shrub. I appreciate you coming on with me. Do you have any more questions? No, that's that's all I got for you. I appreciate you having me on. Um, I know you've had some really great guests on already, and uh, it was a pleasure to talk to you. 
hopefully this turns out well. Oh, absolutely. I, I feel like this went great and I really enjoyed our conversation. So um, if you're ever interested in coming back on, we'll definitely sure. get you back yeah. on in the Just future. Just hit me up whenever, you know, I'm glad to be on. can't thank shrub enough for joining us today i really enjoyed chatting with him and now the first official segment in this new era of fan world i bring you the lion and the loon all right i'm being joined here by painted today we are introducing a brand new segment to fan world this is the lion and the loon are you with us painted Happy to be here. I'm, I'm feeling pretty loony. <laughs> so why don't you uh, let everybody know what we're going to be doing today? Yeah, so I kind of wanted to... Uh, I was thinking, looking at the logos for the DSFL recently. I was kind of thinking, some of these aren't very good. Some of these are really good. I kind of wanted to write them. Then I like, had a small conversation with you. Sound like we don't agree on a lot of these. And I want to get all your opinions and just like, let's see how this ranking goes. <laughs> So did you want to do this one in any particular order? Yeah. So normally when you do rankings, people always go alphabetical and they always like choose the uh, city or um, I guess state or whatever uh, as the um, order they go in. That's too overplayed in my opinion. I think we should go in um, reverse alphabetical order by the uh, mascot. So for example, if we're just doing DSFL today, we start with the Seawolves since they're S and S is the last letter of these eight teams. So what do you think of uh, Seawolves? And I'm going to let you go first on the first one here. That's Why don't fine. you start us off? So some background before I like give my ranking and all that. We'll score these 1 through 10, I guess with 10 being the best. I mean, that seems like a pretty standard like scoring system. Um, I'm from Virginia, so like Norfolk, I'm, I've been there a couple times. Uh, I'm pretty well like familiar with it and everything. So Seawolves as a whole, um, their mascot, I really like it. It's unique. It really represents the area. I just a solid... It's a solid mascot, and like it's again the uniqueness of it pays homage to the naval base and all that, and it's super unique. So I give their mascot a, a solid eight because just of how unique it is and represents the area. Their colors, obviously, since it's a um, submarine, the blue and gray goes perfect. So I have to also give that a solid seven. Not like part like beautiful, but good enough to be a good grade. Now, there's also one aspect that um, we also have to consider is the field. Um, the Norfolk field is okay. I mean, it's like this blue-gray field. I'm not really a fan of, like, different colored fields, like Boise State. Sorry. Oh. It's a little too dull for me. This one, that, that was a dig. Yeah. This one's a little dull, so it's not, like, as in-your-face as Boise's. But um, I'll give it, like, a five average. Nothing like stand out, standoffish. So I think for me, I'll start with the field since that's where you left off. Uh, for me with Norfolk, it was the field is probably the lowest grade, um, not out of everybody, but just for their logo and their mascot. Um, I did not like the lack of contrast between the mascot and the field. It just, to me, seemed very dull. Um, just kind of everything blended together, not really anything that stood out to me with it. Um, so for their field, uh, I would probably give them about a five. I'd agree with you. Pretty average. Mm -hmm. um, nothing that I absolutely hated, but like I said, it just 
nothing stood out to me with it. Um, I agree with the mascot 100%. Um, it's super unique. I think it's very fitting for the area. Um, it's not something that you see a lot of in any kind of sports or expansion leagues, things like that. <clears throat> um, as far as the logo and colors go, again, it's um, pretty unique. So I would give their mascot, um, I'd say the mascot, I'm going to go with a seven for Norfolk. And the logo and colors, I would probably do about a six. I didn't, there's not a lot of contrast for me, so. Yeah, so you're giving like a slightly above average grade there. I agree with you. Yeah, above above average. It's nothing that, uh, there's nothing that I really disliked. It's just, I feel like there's a lot of room for improvement. I agree. And they also re- recently like um, changed their logo. I like this new one a lot better than the old one. Using the rounded submarine as opposed to like the battleship submarine. I think I like the nuclear one better. That's definitely for sure. And the sonar in the background, love that. Yeah, I did not. I haven't seen their old logo, so I can only speak on this one. Yeah, but I think they changed it just last uh, last season because of the um, sim change. If I remember correctly. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So, what's your overall average grade for that? Do you know? Um, I don't have it. The actual totaled averaged up. I think I gave it a five for the field, a six for the logo, and a seven on the mascot. So I can plug that in real quick. I got you. If you'd like. Yeah, you got about six. I got about I got about six point seven. So we're we're green on that one. Pretty close. Not there. is your Royals. You want to take that? Ooh. Yeah, I'll go ahead and take this one. Um, starting with the logos and colors. I mean, black and gold. Uh, to me, you, you can't get much better than that. I mean, I'm a Raiders fan in real life, so black and silver appeals maybe a little bit more. But um, as far as looking, you know, colors that ma- mesh really well together, I think black and gold or black and yellow always seems to look really good. Um, then you have the both mascots uh, or both logos, I mean, whether it be the lion mascot or the picture of the R with the crown uh, for the Royals. I think both of those are really well done. Um, they look clean. They look professional. It's something that I feel like I would see if I were to turn on a real-life expansion sport. I could see this logo being used. Um, and as far as the feel goes, it's one of my favorites. Um, again, it just it looks very nice, very clean. Um, the way they have the names written out with the logos, it just it looks like a professional field to me. There's nothing that I dislike about it. Uh, for the field, I would probably give them uh, about an eight on the field, I'd say. With the mascot, I again would go probably an eight on the mascot, and with the logos and colors, I would give them a nine. You know, Lucid, I kind of agree with you almost 100 on this one. The Royals are just a fantastic brand. I mean, obviously, London being Royals, I mean that's that's just so on the nose. It's it's almost cheesy, but it works. And also, like you said, the logo colors, the mascot. And especially the field, I think the field is just phenomenal, despite it being just, you know, almost plain. I think just they did an excellent job with it. Personally, this is my favorite brand of the SFL, so I can't disagree with your grades at all. I'm giving their logos a nine, same as you. Um, I'm going to bump their mascot grade up to a nine, because, again, I just think it's really well done. The logo, even the secondary logo, is just almost perfect when it comes to, like, the logo and mascot. And the field, an eight as well. So I don't think we have any disagreement about this one. I think the the only thing that set me down on the mascot, I think, was 
again, uh, when I was looking at mascots, I was really looking for creativity. Mm-hmm. And while I don't feel like the Royals as a whole is super outplayed, at least in this aspect, um, the Lion to me was a little outplayed. Yeah. So that kind of made me bump him down. But again, using the Lion, the you know, the king of the jungle um, with the Royal title and adding that to the London team, I just, it all fit together for me. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with that. Like I said, this was not one we were going to fight over. I think everyone seems to like the Royals, as a, like at least branding as a whole. Seems seems to be that way. Mm-hmm. Now, do you want to move on to the Pythons? Yeah, let's take the Pythons. Let's you. Uh, why don't you take us off on this one? Sure, sure. Let me just get up their logo so I can critique this a little bit more. It's not as easy, I would say, as the um, the Royals. So I'm going to start with their logo since I brought it up already. Um, I love it, except it doesn't feel professional, I guess, as the Royals. So I like I can't give it as high as a grade of the Royals, but overall, snakes as a whole, I love snakes. It's just a perfect um, animal. It's fun to uh, just brand around, um, hiss hiss, all the snake memes. They're fantastic. So for the grades for these, the logo and colors, I mean, greens, obviously, it's snakes. You can't get wrong with green. But their secondary color is only white, so that kind of like drops it down. I would say like a seven for the logo and colors, because I get, feel like it could be um, made a little bit better. But again, they recently changed this. The old logo was much much worse than the current logo, so I have to at least respect that. Mascot as a whole, like I said, I love the snakes, so that's going to get like an eight for me. And their field, I'm looking at right now, um, it's also kind of plain, like the London field, but because it's just green and their look, um, their colors are green, it's probably just going to get an average of five for me because it doesn't really stand out to me. It's not really like, good. It's definitely not bad. I'm not going to say it's it's not bad at all. No, it's still like average. So just a five there. Ah, I think I found one where you and I are finally going to have a little bit of a disagreement here. Oh, boy. So for Portland... I actually love their field. Um, their field is my highest rated on my list. Mm. Um, I think the way that their Python logo wrapped around the football looks in both end zones, as well as the logo at center field and the way they've added um, the little side logos to it. Uh, everything just looks, it looks again, it's, it's plain, but it looks clean. And I don't know, it's something about the way those logos contrast with that field. The, the green on green with the black and white around it just, I don't know, for me, it, it catches my eye. Every time I see them play, like, I find myself just staring at the field and kind of losing track of the dots. Wow. Um, Sorry, buddy, I just could not agree, could not disagree more about that. Because, for, to me, the, um, the grass they use, the texture, it almost makes it look like um, astroturf. So, like, that as a whole, I don't like artificial fields. So, that, like, hurts me. And then the black and green is almost too much contrast, which is why, like I said, it was kind of plain. But really, your side. I, I think we covered that a little bit in the beginning too, when you were talking about not liking, you know, different colored fields as far as with the you know Boise State comment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but again, that's you know personal preference there. That's somewhere where I don't necessarily mind the the artificial turf looking field. Um, but moving on, I guess to the mascot. Uh, the Python, I couldn't agree with you more on that end of it. The 
everything about the the snakes and the pythons are just it's always a cool logo to use and i think that they did a pretty good job with influencing it and mixing it into football mm-hmm. uh, i think my biggest issue with their logo would be it almost looks like a, a friendly python at some point like i know they have the eyes like made to look like they're aggressive mm-hmm. but it, it just i don't know some angles it almost looks like a like a real friendly snake like not something that not very intimidating when you look at it hey which i know not everything needs to be intimidating but when you're trying to have a you know a logo that represents your team you definitely don't want to be the happy-go-lucky snake all right no and the thing is if you look at the real life inspiration pythons as a whole they have that really um, round smooth pythons as a whole i mean if you look at the bow constrictor for example it has this real round smooth face so like it actually looks really cute, not like intimidating at all. But you're right about the logo, like wrapping up the football. That's a really nice touch, despite it not being super intimidating, as you said. Um, one thing about the logo I also like is the um, the uh, like compass in the background to like make a remark at Portland. I think that's also a nice touch that some people may not notice. Yes, I agree there. There's a I've noticed that when I was looking. Uh looking at the logos and the fields for this segment, I noticed there's a lot of things that I didn't notice at first, Mm -hmm. just watching the games um, that when I really took the time to stare at it and kind of give it a grade, I was like, wow, there's a lot of stuff hidden here that I didn't quite catch. That's the beauty about logos. (laughs) Now the next one we're going to talk about though, I don't think either one of us is going to give a very high grade to you want to talk about the luchadors real quick. Yeah, I'll go ahead and take this one off. Now, with this one, I absolutely, like, I love the representation. I love the luchadors with Tijuana. Like, I was a big-time wrestling fan growing up. Like, I just, that part I really like. This is, for me, this is a concept that was very well thought of and very poorly executed. Um, I think there is almost... Uh, it's almost an unlimited possibilities of ways to improve this logo. Like there's not really much I like aside from the fact that they just went with the luchador as a mascot. Um, their logo and colors, I think is depending on which one you look at is either very plain or their colors almost clash. I know they tried to go with the red, white, and green, like the Mexican flag, it seems like, but um, that is not, uh, at least in the aspects that I see, whether it be their field or their logos, it just does not seem to work for me. Um, it just, everything about it clashes. I don't, I don't know any other way to say it. And uh, I'm just, I guess I'm just not a fan of that for their, their logo alone. I'd probably give them mm, a two, maybe. I just think it's a very, you know, that very plain shadow with their name around it. Like it's, this wasn't much for me um, for their mascot. I'd give them probably a five because again, I like the idea. I think it's very original um, and I think it could have been very well done, but unfortunately it just kind of missed the mark for me here and their field. I'm going to give probably the worst grade on the board here. I'm going to give them a one. Mm. Um, I just absolutely cannot stand that field. Mm. I think it, it just really it messes with my eyeballs um their end zones are just i don't want to use the word hideous because i really love this league and i have a lot of respect for some people in tijuana but their end zones are pretty hideous for me 
Well, <laughs> I don't disagree with you most of these remarks, but um, I will say, I'm not going to sugarcoat it like you tried to. <laughs> isn't very good. It kind of sucks. Um, not because, like, the luchador as a whole, I love the, the mascot. The mascot's going to get um, seven for me just because it's unique. It really represents the area, obviously, luchadors and all that. But their logo and their colors were not executed well, like you said. Their colors, for first and foremost, are way too dull. They chose a dark red and a dark green. It just it fades in the background. It becomes something you can ignore because it's too dark almost, and there's no like real contrast between the two colors. And like if you like you said, you're trying to um, rem- uh, reminisce about the Mexican flag. Well, those have bright red and bright green. Um, so that just doesn't sit very well. And the luchador himself on the logo is gray and black, even less contrast. And he's fading like backwards almost. So like while he's looking down on you, give that intimidation, it just makes him fade into the background. Yeah, it's 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 a shadow. That's I think that's the way I described it with mine. It's it's the luchador itself is just a shadow in the background behind their name. Yep. You know, it's not a and for me that uh, everything that stands out. Yeah, that gives the logo and colors a solid two. Like there's effort there, and the logo's really well done. I just think they need to give more contrast and like again make it more in the foreground. Now as the field, the field. I'm not as negative about it as you are. I like the um, grass. The the giant luchador in the center, though, is a little bit too big, <laughs> I will <laughs> admit. Um, and I also, I like the um, end zones, though. The um, pattern they put in really does reminisce about the, um, I think it's Aztecs is, was in that area. Regardless of that pattern uh, for the heritage, I do appreciate that. While it does look very busy, I will give you that credit so i'm going to give the field um a solid five it would be higher if it didn't have the um the giant luchador taking up the entire screen um and if the the center logo that says tijuana was probably a brighter red or something like that i just think they need to some rebranding just to tweak the 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 field for me is just i don't know the end zones are I guess my biggest negative to it. I, I like the pattern. Like you said, I, I do appreciate the pattern, but I just think the way that they did the color scheme to it, it just does not mesh well. For mm-hmm. me. I just really wish they had brighter colors. Like if they had brighter colors, like a brighter red, a brighter green, just something. Cause like right now, like even when I um, put all the colors of the JSL teams, it's just so dull. Well, and then with their center field logo too, that red is so dark, like oh, yeah. the Tijuana kind of blends, the black letters of Tijuana kind of blend into the, the reds. Yeah. Creates like a weird weird effect at the center field. Yeah. Well, let's at least move on to something I find that's more positive. I'm a little biased, but I really like the Grey Dots logo. All right, here we go. All right, so I'll take the lead for this one. Grey Dots as a whole, colors, perfect. I mean, you went gray duck. Well, a gray duck is gray. I mean, you can't get much more simple with that. Now, as for the light blue color, that to some people might be seen random, but it actually draws inspiration from the uh, MLS team for Minnesota, the, the loons themselves, which is a no- very nice color scheme, the light blue and the light gray. Um, the gray ducks here decided to go a little bit darker with that, with the darker gray and like a slightly darker light blue. But overall, I love the color scheme. It's very unique. You almost never see that kind of color scheme uh, in other sports leagues and all that. 
And then as for the logo itself, the logo is pretty good. I'm not going to say it's great because the M and the N, I feel, are unnecessary. If it didn't have that and it was just the duck, I feel like it would be good. Or if it were just like just one M, I don't think the N needs to be there. Does that make sense? Yeah, I got yeah. you. Yeah, as the whole, the duck's pretty well done. I feel like it's a little bit busy, though. The wings are really detailed for, uh, not really any, I mean, there's a reason for it, obviously, but it's almost too much detail. Um, but if it were like, I guess, modernized a little bit, just, just a little bit, it would be a perfect logo. So as a whole, logo and colors, I'm going to give a solid eight. Um, again, slightly improvement would help it a great deal and stuff like that. Mascot, again, I've also said is great because it draws inspiration from the Minnesota area and also plays off the uh, weird. Minnesotans are weird. They don't say duck, duck, goose. They say duck, duck, gray duck. And <laughs> I don't know why they do that. And they pretend that that's the correct way to do it. But regardless, it's a great way to pay homage to the state and all that. So the mascot as a whole, I gotta give a, a nine. I can't give it a 10 because I don't like giving out 10s, but nine is where it stands. You know, I think we're going to agree on a lot of this. In the field, though, the field's awful. <laughs> Why is the grass on fire? On gray fire. <laughs> my, my boy Thunder Titan, uh, he, he's the one who designed this field, and I just don't know what he was thinking when he decided to go with this giant gray field. <laughs> and, like, the wood, the trees on the sidelines, that looks cool, I guess but it just makes it look like it's on fire. Oh, maybe we're not going to. Oh, my God. I take, I take back my last statement. You and your Boise field giving you this weird delusion about what's a good field. You know, no, it's not the color for me that, that does it here. Actually, to, to start out, the field for me, um, the end zones, I think, need massive improvement. Just saying gray duck in the end zone. Um, Definitely. I think. I think there could have been a lot more done for that, especially looking at the way some of the other teams do uh, their end zones. Um, I love the tree effect on the side of the field. I thought that was, that's probably my favorite thing about Minnesota's field is the trees there. I didn't even think about them looking like it was on fire until you mentioned that right oh, now. Oh, really? That's the huge meme inside uh, of Minnesota um, during game days. For me, when I looked at it, I was like, oh, you know, it just instantly looked like trees. I was like, wow, that's cool. Like the trees on the side of the field. Um, I think the gray is a little much. Um, I don't know what color I would have done for your for the Minnesota field. Um, I don't think that the a regular green field for the grass would have looked as good. Um, but I do think that the gray on gray with your guys' logo and the field itself a little much the mascot i love um minnesota's again one of my favorite mascots um i wasn't aware until speaking with you about some of the ways that the gray duck actually fits into the minnesota area mm-hmm. um but just the the duck i know it's a little overplayed and i was talking about originality i feel like this is one that's while the ducks are used in most you know sporting leagues this is something that is, to me, original. Um, even though they are the ducks, it's not a. It doesn't look like anything else that at least I've seen. If there's a logo out there for a sports team that looks similar to this, then uh, I know you said maybe a. You were talking about what college earlier? Yeah, college, maybe some like uh, rec leagues, stuff like that. 
Um, I'm not really familiar with the one that you're talking about, but outside of that, it's, uh, I don't know. I thought for using something that's been done multiple times, I thought the logo came out very well mm-hmm. done. Um, my biggest flaw with it is the, where the duck's head goes over the N. Uh, I feel like the blue N with the blue head of the duck kind of blurs together, mm-hmm. creates a little bit of a, an issue there. That's also why I kind of feel the letters just should go. It should just be the duck itself. Yeah, the duck itself, or if it was going to be there, maybe uh, I don't. I don't know if I'd say white, but just something where it's a little more contrast there. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, for the logo, I think I would have to give Minnesota on the logos and colors. I would have to go with a let's do an eight for Minnesota on the logos and colors. Um, for the mascot, they are my favorite mascot, probably out of everybody. I would give them a nine on the mascot. I agree. And for the field, I would probably do a seven on the field. Seven. Wow, very high remarks. But yeah, I forgot to mention I gave their field because of the the on fire aspect of two. <laughs> That's how lowly I rated it. You know, actually, I'm gonna bump that down just a touch because I do have a an issue with the end zone. Oh yeah, that's right. So I would probably I'm going to bump them down to a five actually. Uh, yeah. Um, the, the end zones I just think need. need but you're more. absolutely right. That's one thing I didn't even mention. It's just great ducks. Yeah, just great ducks. I think you guys are the only ones aside from Tijuana because they don't have anything there that just have your name across it. I mm-hmm. believe. Um. Yeah, I think it carries takes care of that. You want to take the lead for the next team? Let's yeah. see. All right, moving on to Kansas City, the Coyotes. This will be a good one. The Coyotes, for me, I don't know what it is about their logos and colors. I'm just not a fan. Um, And I know that's very plain. I've been kind of nondescriptive on some of these explanations here. But um, it's just something that does not look uh, professional to me. I'm not... When I see that, I wouldn't have thought that this was a logo for a sports team. Even though this is a sim league, it wouldn't have struck me as a sports team logo. Um, Their field, that light purple-gray color uh, mixed with their bright purple and yellow is a miss. This is a team that probably could have benefited from using a natural grass look um, and trying to keep the purple to a minimum. Again, the drawing back to their mascot, uh, I feel like their mascot is probably the best thing about this because the coyote is, while used, it's a little bit different. Um, But going back, I'd say their logos and colors, I'm going to give them uh, probably a five on the logos and colors. Um, I'd say a five on the mascot and probably a three on the field. Overall, you're pretty low on them, and I'm going to probably agree after like it's all said and done, but for different reasons. Um, going with first the field, because that's the first thing that struck me in my mind when you mentioned it. Yeah, the purple is a little, um, I don't know, it's not, I want to say bad, just doesn't like fit, I guess. You're right, I think they would definitely um, do better with a natural field color here. Um, I think the green would contrast well with their purple and yellow. Uh, at least their primary colors. 
but their um end zones i really do think are pretty good they put a lot of effort into like this uh like mountain skyline and all that so i'm gonna give them like a little credit for that make the field uh six just because um i don't like enjoy the purple like field but at the same time i think it's outweighed by the um, end zones doing pretty well with the purple but as now you say again oh, i was gonna say just for the end zones you don't think the uh the contrast between the purple and the yellow there in the end zone is a little much yeah i feel like it could be used a border around the the word coyotes at least like maybe just a black border or something like that to make it stand out because it does blend in a certain area so that's for sure um, maybe even the kaidos are just like in different colors as a whole, like instead of being yellow, like you said. Yeah, that was the thing that really stood out for me. Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, you're good. Mean to interrupt you there. I just wanted to point that out to you while we were. Discussing no, you're it. good. Um, but for the mascot, you mentioned it pretty much nail on the head. Uh, coyotes are great. I think it also does well for Kansas City being like almost, or sorry, Kansas and Missouri being the home of the coyotes in that wide open uh, area. But um, it's it's kind of plain. It's not overdone. It's not um, underdone, I guess. So I would give this a seven. I feel like I love it. I'm not going to say change it, but at the same time, um, it's just it's Coyotes. If you're a high school uh, basketball team, you're the Coyotes. If you're in like some sort of movie, it's just that, you know, plain standard. It's either that or the Wildcats, you know. <laughs> Lastly, yeah. the logos and colors. Their logo is not good. <laughs> it needs some work because it really is just five colors. Yellow, purple, gray, black, and white. Um, they decided to go with white shading on this coyote, which is howling. The howling is good, but the thing is, because you only can see the um, coyote's head, not like his full body, it just looks like a kind of a puppet, a hand puppet, like a sock puppet, puppet kind of thing. It does not look very good. And if you zoom in on it, you can like almost see the um, the mountains in the background and the sun it looks like word art or something made like MS Paint just because of how um, simplistic it is. I feel like if it were modernized, this logo as a whole could be better. So this logo isn't very good in my opinion. And the colors, the purple and yellow, I don't, I don't think they are going like, perfect together. The purple and yellow contrast is pretty good as a whole. I mean, look at the Minnesota Vikings, for example, the Ravens. They both incorporate purple and yellow into their color scheme. And purple and yellow work as a whole. But I think that maybe this shade of purple and this shade of yellow just clash, just for lack of a better word. Yeah, that's. I couldn't agree more on that. I feel like they're one shade away from e-color from something that blended in a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Or It's, it's know, clearly supposed to be a moon. Not not a sun. So if we're a moon, shouldn't it be white <laughs> instead of yellow? <laughs> you would think, but I I mean I get why they did the yellow. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I just feel like this one could. Like when it. I look when I look at this, it reminds me of a like I said, it doesn't remind me of a sports team logo. Like I could see this on a beer that I would buy oh, at a bar. Absolutely, I think you. I think I agree with you there. It just needs a rebrand. Give me a yeah. Give me a bottle of Howling Moon. <laughs> So yeah, for the logo and colors, I'd have to give it uh, a four. I think that's what you gave it to. Yeah, I think I was a five. I don't have. I'm not writing these down as I go. Which I I'm actually writing them down. Don't you worry. 
I'm sure when I go back and look at this, I'll be like, oh, you know, actually, I liked this one better than that one. Did I, I spit out the wrong rating when I was talking? Isn't that how it always goes? So next, a little bit, di- a little bit different when you uh, just kind of go down the list without having it in mm-hmm. front of you. And speaking of the list, we're on to the um, the triple B, Mont Beach Buccaneers. Hmm. How about you take this one away to start? Because I want to end it all. <laughs> All right, I'll take this one away because I think we're going to have some disagreement mm. here. So for me, for the logo, uh, for Triple B, the logo is actually my favorite. Um, I think it's a really cool looking logo. Um, when it comes to Pirate Heads or the Buccaneer type logo, it's something that's been done a bunch, which will hurt them later on. But for just the discussion of the logo. I love the way this one looks. I don't know that I've seen a better pirate or buccaneer face. Um, There is a little bit much to be a logo, but I think the way that they've done it with the green and the gold um, contrasts really well. So while the logo is busy, I don't feel like it takes away from any of the detail that's there. Um, Their field I absolutely love their field. I like that they've incorporated their previous logos to it, kind of paying homage to where they've came from. Um, Going on to their colors of the field, the the light grass I think looks good. They're the only team that runs that, what to me, what looks like a an old baseball type grass or like the just the original plain grass fields with nothing else on it. so for their logos and colors, I would give them, uh, I'm going to give them a nine for the logo and colors mm-hmm. for their mascot. I'm going to actually flip that completely on its head. While I talked up the things that I love about it. And while I think the logo is really well done um, again, going back to the creativity and doing something that hasn't been done a thousand times, I feel like the pirate or buccaneer aspect is something that you could pull up any sporting league today and find at least two teams that draw some kind of reference to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that to me hurts them there for their mascot itself, just based on creativity alone. Um, I would have to give them a three. Um, and on the field, like I said, it is uh, towards the top of my list. I have this field as my fourth best in the league um the treasure chess in the end zone uh that just to me you couldn't find a better logo to put there with them being pirates and having the treasure chest it's what it's all about getting to the end zone finding the gold um so their field with the end zone logos and the homage to their previous um branding i would have to give them uh probably an eight on the field wow uh, Lucid, to say the, just to say something real quick, I was screaming internally as I was listening to your description. I could not disagree anymore. I've, I just want to slap this on the table because, my man, I absolutely hate the logo of the Buccaneers and this field. I think they are atrocious, to say the least. <laughs> I'm going to start with the field because you ended with that, and... I just couldn't let it like go much longer. This field's garbage because first and foremost, they decided to use yellow yard mark or um, yeah yard markings. Why would you ever do that in football? 
we it is a standard that the first down mark is yellow it will always be that that is just universal why would you add yellow line markers to make it worse for the viewer to view your field that's the first point and that's one of the things that always bothers me the second one is the end zone and that was actually your favorite thing with the treasure chest that treasure chest is a jpeg i can look up treasure chest on google right now and find that treasure chest and then be able to copy and paste it into my powerpoint to make my own field if i wanted to they couldn't just like find a vectorized one why they had to go with a real life treasure chest picture and then they use uh, the Buccaneers, but they use like this weird font. They, it just looks like a um, Times New Roman italicized and bolded. Be creative. Use your like actual um, lettering in your logo. And then to go even further than this, they used a tan background for their um, end zone, which I don't understand that at all. There's no tan in their uh, logo. They have their three, their two old logos and their primary logo in the center of this field. And while I appreciate the homage, it just doesn't fit this particular case. Like, I don't need to see a polar bear, your old logo that looks very similar to your current logo and your giant current logo in the center of this field. I just need to see one of them. <laughs> so that alone, with all that being said, you could probably guessed I'm going to give this field a solid one. I would give it a negative number if I could, but I've limited myself to a one. <laughs> this field just like who 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 submitted this? Were they were they just like joking around? Is this a practical joke? All right, moving on. <laughs> Hard to move on. You gave their mascot That's low funny. grade because like Buccaneers Pirates themes overdone. I agree with you, it is overdone, but as a whole, you can't go wrong with it. So I was giving it a six. It might be the only positive thing I say about this because I don't like their logo at all. They really dropped the ball, in my opinion. So six for the mascot, for their logo. Once again, going back to their design choices with the field, it's too busy. Why are there so many lines in this logo that just shows a, a skull. It's a skull. It's not, it's not hard to draw. A kindergartner can draw the circle for the head and then a rectangle for the teeth. Why does this one have so many different lines and different shades of colors? There's like five different shades of yellow I see just looking at the, this logo. And then the purple in the eye, once again, paint a whole inch to their past. That's fine. That's all well and good. But there's no purple in your logo anymore. You've gotten rid of that as a tertiary color. Your tertiary color now is white. What are you doing? Why are you adding purple? <laughs> and then, again, the pirate hat's too busy. The skull is way too detailed for a mascot. Any, like they say in design, if you can get a uh, grade schooler, like a fifth grader lower, to be able to draw whatever you're drawing, simply and they they get it kind of okay then it's a good design for example like the american flag is a kind of a good flag because you can get a kindergartner to draw the rectangle and then the lines showing red and white and the blue square showing the stars and the stripes you know as a whole they won't get it perfect that's not the point point is that it's easily identifiable this is just a mess of colors if you get anyone to try to draw that even me 
a 20 something year old guy, I will struggle and just want to die. <laughs> it's just, again, pirate logos, they are easy, I think. I mean, you look at the Buccaneers, the Raiders, it's not very difficult to draw a pirate. Why'd they make it difficult this time? Overall. So, yeah, that's definitely one where we disagree. Overall, two. I'm going to give it a two. <laughs> Completely reversed. I yeah, I, I get what you're saying on the logo being busy and overdone, but I just for me, the way the yellow blends in, where they put the yellow to it, it's just, I don't feel like it loses the detail there. I get what you're saying about trying to keep it simple for branding purposes, but when it came to actually looking at a, a pirate head, I just I guess I appreciate this one. I understand. Bit. And you brought up the point about like this being on the coyotes being on a beer and all that. I feel like this is the Bondi Beach beer, if we're honest. <laughs> it's just one of those things that is to stand out to be edgy, and that's how I see it. It works though. It, this was the first logo that drew my attention when I first joined the league. <laughs> Again, I knew we were going to disagree with this one, so I think it's just best we got to move on at this point. I think we're going to disagree with this last one too. So this will be an interesting conversation. Oh yeah, it'll be it'll be neat. We'll let you start off. All with right, this sounds one. good. So the last but not least is the Dallas Bird Dogs, almost on the exact opposite end of the spectrum. I think the Bird Dogs have a great um, logo, great colors, great feel compared to the the BBBs. Um, I want to start first with their um, logo just so I can end with their field. Their logo, I think I like their old one logo better, if I'm being honest. But as a whole, um, I think they want more with a gray dog, or sorry, a bird dog in this one. Because the, before they had like this, uh, almost a gray hound, which is definitely not a bird dog at all. That's a racing dog. But um, on this one, they actually show, I think it's a spaniel of some kind. And that's actually made um, to hunt birds and all that. And the giant D, I feel like is uh, isn't really necessary. Again, we know you're from Dallas. You don't need to show us. Just the same with the Rams. We we know you're from LA. You don't gotta shove it in our face. <laughs> so the D is unnecessary, but the bird dog I think is good. It, he, um, very simplistic. You you know it's a dog despite it only having three total colors used. Um, and like the fur is very well done. Everything and their secondary logo that's just the uh, forward facing head I think is almost perfect. It's a different dog, it looks like, considering it doesn't have the floppy or sorry, the hairy ears, but it, that's not really a, an issue. Overall, their logos and color, I got to give a solid um, probably eight, I would say. And then for the mascot, again, I love um, Bird Dog because it's just unique. I mean, most people have, like, there's a lot of dog mascots, obviously. Bulldog is a very, very popular one in college, you know, they're like um, rec league, stuff like that. But bird dog is a bit more unique because it means it's more of a general kind of dog. It's not like a specific dog. It's also easy to make fun of if you don't like them because you call them dog birds. So that's also a plus. So I'm going to give this also just a solid eight. Nothing like perfect, but again, I do like the brand. Their field, however, I think their field is perfection. It is just amazing because they first off show um, the different shades of grass as like if we're being mowed that way um, for the groundskeeper. And it gives it this um, playpen feel with the um, end zones and, and the grass texture being like this, I guess, rubber kind of thing. Uh, almost like a dog mat you have outside your um, 
doghouse. And I also absolutely love that they add the paw prints at each of the um, numbers on the sidelines. And again, I love grass fields. It just looks good. You can see their old um, bird dog logo in the 25 yard lines. I mean, that's also good homage as opposed to the BBB who just, you know, outwards in your face homage. And then the end zones, I just love the paw prints. Again, the blue texture making it look like a play mat. And then the, the small centralized um, primary logo in the center of the end zones. And then the DSFL as well. I think it's just a nice touch, a solid 10. I don't think I can give this anything less than a 10 personally. Okay, now I know exactly how you felt when I was talking about Triple B because I could not disagree with you more oh about Lord. the end zones. How do we save these back last two for last? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. This is uh, the end zones to me are just. They seem childish. This looks like something I'm going to see when I'm walking through a preschool. Oh. Um, I cannot stand the paw prints in the end zone. Um, I do agree with you. I love the paw prints next to the yard markers. Um, I think those are great. But the ones in the end zone just kind of scattered everywhere. I feel like I'm watching a flashback to Blue's Clues <laughs> or just like a Nickelodeon callback here. Like I, the I hate it. I cannot stand the paw prints everywhere okay. in the end zone. Um, I'm going to move on to their colors and logo first before I go to the mascot. Um, sticking with the low point, I, I guess I won't call it a low point. Um, I just feel like their colors and logo is a little average to me. Um, I appreciate the mascot a lot. I'm going to get into that here in a second. But as far as the way the actual logo is designed, the dog walking through the D, um, I just feel like that's a a very common representation for Dallas, just very bold, but the, you know, the using the D to represent it. every, every time you talk about Dallas, it's always the big D, the big mm -hmm. D and just kind of putting it out there. Like you said, we know you're from Dallas. It, it wasn't really necessary. Um, the colors I think blend together pretty well. Um, it's definitely not something I feel like they did a really good job when picking their shades of blue and yellow to mm -hmm. use here. Um, and as far as the mascot's concerned, this is where we are going to agree. I think their mascot is one of the best in the league. Um, I had them as the second best mascot, actually. Um, going back to the unique factor, like you said, you see a lot of bird or a lot of dogs being used um, throughout different sports, but the bird dog is something that you don't see very often. Um, I thought it was very unique picking uh, something different, taking in, you know, an overplayed, I, I guess I would say overplayed logo or an overplayed uh, mascot as far as a dog goes and finding a way to use it in a very unique way that's never been done, at least from what I've seen. Um, I appreciate their, you know, their hunting dog. Like you said, their old logo was kind of a greyhound um, wearing the hunting hat, which I, I did not appreciate. <laughs> Um, being in their locker room before the draft, I was kind of looking at that logo as like, hmm, this is a little mm -hmm. odd here. But their new one is very nice. Um, I would give their mascot, I guess, a... For the mascot, I'm going to give them a nine. Um, for the logo and colors, I would give their field probably a five because there's things that I really love about the field and there's things that I really hate about the field. Um, I love the way the grass looks 
like you said, that, that two-tone color with the, just that grass texture feel to it. I, I love that. I love the paw prints next to the numbers. But as soon as you hit the end zones, to me, it's this field <laughs> just jumps <laughs> off the cliff. Um, so having high points and low points, I'm just going to average those out and call that a five. And then as far as um, their mascot, I'm going to give a nine. Their logos and colors, I would probably give uh, – let's do a five there too, I guess. So I'd go a five for the logos and colors, a five for the field, and a nine for the mascot. All right. All right. So with that, we've now graded all eight teams. Um, I've been keeping track of the grades. Uh, and I've actually um, – Trying to average them out, see which ones like they actually like best. Uh, start with me. I'm just going to organize everything by my grade, just because I'm I'm better, obviously. Um, first and foremost, my favorite team, as I even mentioned when grading them, was the Royals. I I averaged them out to an 8.7, um, and again, I just love everything about their logo, their color scheme, their feel, just perfect in my opinion. Anything. Pretty much the Royals should never rebrand ever. They have the perfect logo when, since inception. They are just, just, just right. Um, tied for actually first is also the Bird Dogs, but I, I, I'm going to give the Royals the number one spot to the least. Um, also an 8.7, but again, I think um, they just did a solid job overall. Moving on, uh, my next highest grade is tied actually for um, both Portland and Norfolk. Um, they got both 6.7s, pretty average grades, but again, overall, their um, designs for choices for the logos and the colors and everything did pretty well. Um, surprisingly, uh, coming in that uh, fourth overall, I'm sorry, fifth overall, is the Grey Ducks at 6.3. Huge, hugely knocked down by the field. The field just is so bad that it probably dropped them from third to now down to fifth. Uh, moving on to sixth, we have Kansas City at 5.7. I think I've mentioned everything I needed to with them. They just need to like rework on their logo, I think, and their, their field just needs some, I think, slight improvements, maybe with the normal grass field. Uh, next, rounding out the bottom, we got the Luchadors at 4.7, and then Triple B with a solid three. I think the three is almost too generous <laughs> for Triple B, but 4.7 for Tijuana seems about right. Um, overall, they just probably need some rebranding, if not tweaks at the very least. All right, so moving on to my final results here. I had the Royals with an 8.3 as my highest rated team. Um, overall, I just think they have a very good uh, – everything about them seems to be clean. Um, I know we've already kind of touched on why we like each team, so I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time recapping anything. Um, in second place for me, actually tied at 7.3, but I'm going to give Portland the bump um, over Minnesota, which would come in at third place, also at 7.3. Um, for me, Triple B was at fifth place, or fourth place, I mean, sorry, uh, with a 6.7. I had Dallas coming in at fifth with 6.3 uh the sea wolves i'm not sure how i dropped them down so far um to be at sixth place but they are at sixth place with a six kansas city at a 4.3 and rounding out the bottom i had tijuana at 2.7
So overall, we were pretty close, it looks like. There's a few uh, disagreements, but looking at your results to mine, I see uh, a lot fairly close yep. to the same. Unsurprisingly, our biggest disagreements were the Triple Bs and Dallas. But again, as you're talking about, we knew that was going to happen. It seemed... I actually, I actually expected to have a little bit more no, no. disagreement coming in. I think it's just because when we're like just casually talking about it, it seemed like we're going to be more confrontational, but it seems like overall we agree. I think we just like disagreed on small aspects, not big ones. I think our main focus of the conversation leading up to this was mostly centered around Triple B in Dallas, so that probably gave us a little bit of a false sense of oh, where we stood. It looks like we also both agree that Tijuana is the least, if not type of the least, um, in terms of like quality. And it seems like we both agree that London's the best. So it looks like we have our bookends at least, and everything in between is just chaotic. I mean, somehow I ended up giving the Grey Ducks a better rating than the Grey Duck himself. I don't know how that <laughs> Again, happened. I dropped them down huge because of the field. I gave them a two, which dropped their average, what could have been like a nine or something, down I gave them a six, 6.3. Not good. Yeah, I gave them a five. I mm -hmm. left them at average. But you also didn't like the the trees on the side as much as I did, which bumped their grade if up the for me. trees were like dark so. green on the green field, it'd be fine. Gray and gray, again, burning. I think we also agree that a lot of the teams, just a little color tweaking could oh, go absolutely. a long way. Once again, thanks for coming on and uh, looking forward to continuing the Lion in the yes, Loon sir. segment with you. All right. Have a good one. Talk right. to you next time. That's the show, guys. I hope you enjoyed our new segment. Thanks for hanging out with us. As always, I appreciate anyone who's taken the time to listen. Once again, a special thanks to Shrub, and on next week's show, things get questionable. If you enjoyed the show, rate, follow, review, and join our world.